Hey everybody, I'm Stacey Gonder and this is the Maker Monday segment brought to you by the House of Sass and Magic. I am the lead designer and founder at the House of Sass and Magic and I'll be chatting with creatives who get real about their businesses and about themselves. Stay tuned to learn all about real creatives with real talent. Hey Tessa, how are you? Hi. I am lovely. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's really great to see you after quite some time. It has been a long time. Yeah. Um, Welcome to our Maker Mondays segment um, where we are featuring friends and co-creators with the House SM brand. And I'm super excited to have you all the way from British Columbia in the beautiful Kootenays. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, I thought maybe if you could take a minute and let everybody know who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you do it, all that fun stuff. <laughs> I am, my real name is Poinsettia Lane, and um, a lot of people call me Tessa, which is totally fine. <laughs> I am a stylist and creative director. Uh, I do a lot of different types of work in that industry so um, I do some uh, editorials for magazines and webzines and um, a lot of personal styling as well as um, uh, runway work and sometimes music videos so kind of just like a jack-of-all-trades in the fashion industry is kind of you know (laughs) my life Um, but yeah, it's a great outlet for me. It really, um, I was saying to Stacy earlier, uh, to you earlier, sorry, <laughs> that um, it really is something that is part of my personality. So years before I even knew what a stylist was, I was doing it not knowing that it was an actual career. So, and then when I found here, I'm like, oh, Paid for me. <laughs> you're over here expressing yourself, and somebody's like, "Hey, guess what? You can make money doing that." And you're like, "Yes, yeah, exactly." <laughs> like, I just want it. Life, amazing. Exactly. Jackpot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of my story, and I feel like as I'm getting a little bit older too, I feel like I'm really starting to find my niche in the fashion industry and to really um, find projects that I can be really creatively free with and um, maximize on um, my personal talents and abilities. And um, one thing that I've learned about myself recently is that my diversity, like in what I'm capable of doing is way bigger than I thought so I feel like and I love those challenges like if a client comes to me and is like oh you know I love your style but I'm kind of looking for something a little more um you know like classic and chic or like over the top um outrageous like festival makeup or something you know what I mean like I love the whole the range of uh possibilities and I really like testing my talents in different ways so like that is something that I'm you know a goal also of mine for 2021 is to really put myself out there and do stuff that I haven't tried yet because I feel like in any creative industry it's really important but um, 
with styling, I really love, I think people get a little too caught up in the whole branding thing because I personally love the diversity of fashion. And to me, like, I do not want to pigeonhole myself. I do not want to pigeonhole anyone else either. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, if so, even like if a client comes to me, I don't really focus on their brand, so to say, like, I don't really want to put them in a box. So. I do like a whole profiling thing, really get to know the person and you know what they're going to feel comfortable in, but also what they might, the boundaries they might push to express themselves creatively. And that's kind of where I try to go with. That's totally cool. I think that's totally why we vibe also, because that's very aligned with the way the House of Sass and Magic works also. Um, and you tweaked my brain about, you know, the branding and, and pigeonholing people and you know, when I've talked to different brand managers and different, um, and actually even worked with different stylists along the, along the way, it's like they ever, they always tell me that you know people people being the general public want everything to fit into a, a neat little bucket that they can carry around with them and understand easily. And I'm like, that is the exact opposite of what I'm about personally. And then also <laughs> what the brand what my brand is about. So I'm like, I don't know. And I also feel like I, a I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make 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 everything smaller. I'm like sorry, don't does not compute. And secondly, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's doing a disservice to like you're saying like with your clients or or the patrons that I that I interact with also where it's like you're um, minimizing the space in which you're going to allow them to exist. Like it's almost mm -hmm. like you're giving by not doing that you're giving them permission to be and explore and question and you know um try new things doesn't mean you have to do it doesn't mean you don't have to do it you just try and try it on and see how it feels and see what see what it, it evokes in you and then mm -hmm. move on from there you know totally yeah it also brings to mind the, the what's the what's the show that we worked on together um um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Well, the, I don't remember. The, I don't remember the whole name of it. The, um, extravaganza, fashion, fashion shoot extravaganza. Yes, yes, so fashion shoot extravaganza. Thank you. And that kind of gave you the range too, right? Of like classic to kind of like over the top and what have you. Yeah, it really pushed my boundaries, and it was interesting because the director of the show, um, she specifically chose me because she was like oh I feel like your style is very whimsical it's so interesting for, it's interesting for me to hear from other people what they think my style is because yeah, I totally. feel like I feel like I can't I don't like you know describing my style I don't really have like a name in a little box to be like this is right. me <laughs> Right, right, so right, when right. other people do it, I'm like, oh, interesting. Like that's how you see it, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it was really cool for me because I had never really done anything so extravagant before. So that was like a, a first. But I feel like, you know, it really was. It went super well. I feel like I was able to embrace that that part of yeah. my style, right? Yeah. So, so if you wouldn't have, if you if you don't have and, and attempt to not um, categorize your style, what would you say is your favorite part, like your favorite um, genre or favorite kind of aesthetic to work within? I feel like my natural, like the thing that comes the easiest to me um, is kind of, I don't, 
I don't really know how to describe it, but kind of that like really eclectic, Gucci-esque kind of like pile everything on. <laughs> White shoes, just wear it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like five different patterns and um, yeah, there's got to be like fur and silk and velvet and all the things like it's all. Tessa leaves the house and her closet's empty because it's all on her. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's that amazing. is probably my go-to style, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. I love it. And so you're in you're in the Kootenays. For those people who here in Ontario or in the east that aren't familiar, the Kootenay Mountains is in the interior of British Columbia. Yes. And is that where you're from originally? Um well I find that question really interesting just because I mean I spent a big chunk of my life here, yes. Um, but I was born in Calgary. Um and then my parents moved around a lot. We lived in the States for a while in California and then moved up to Vancouver and hopped over to Vancouver Island and then ended up in the Kootenays here. Um, and then I've done a bunch of traveling since then, but the Kootenays is like a home base for me, for sure. You call the Kootenays I wouldn't home? say home home, okay. but it's, it's home base right now. Yeah. Okay. Hang on one sec. My dog is freaking out okay. over here. Pick, I'm going to pick her up so that she doesn't like lose her mind over here. Oh, she's like, she just needs to see what's going on. Honestly. Come here, Sophie. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Okay, she's just wanting for close up. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, instantly quiet. Yeah, she just needs. That. Um, yeah, so the Kootenays is home base. You and I met here in Toronto um, during Startup Fashion Week. Is that right? Yeah, I think you met Jake first, and then we right. met up after that. Yeah, that's right. So, what would you say is the main difference? Or what has been your different experiences between styling and working in the industry here? Look, I don't, we're not really the East Coast, but when you're in the States, they're like, oh, you're so East Coast. But like, we're not really the, <laughs> we're not really the East Coast. But in, in I always Eastern call Canada. It, yeah, yeah. I always call to, it the East Coast too. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we're far away from the coast. <laughs> not that close, but yeah. Um, I... It's hugely different. It's very like polar opposites almost, I would say. But that's one of the things that I love about hopping between Toronto and here is that I feel like I also get to um, use different parts of my styling for different places. So like the styling, a lot of the styling work that I get out here is very, um, relaxed like beachy uh like i don't know i guess kind of like bohemian style yeah lots of that kind of stuff um and you know just really like laid back what people would wear here you know what i mean that's yeah. kind of what people want to see um but in toronto i love it well i love both to be honest but in toronto it's like I get a little giddy every time I go because it's, well, it's just more my pace, right? Like it's, it's quick. So like everybody is more, um, what's the word? Like 
everyone's a little more intense about everything. That's a very but good, that's, that's a very kind <laughs> word to use, Tessa. That's a very kind word. <laughs> no, I love it though. I do love it because out here, I feel like I'm the only one who takes fashion seriously. Like everyone else is just it like, man, It is a totally eh, different vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I wouldn't say it's night and day, but there's like in Toronto or in, this, in Toronto specifically, there's like pockets of, um, or a little kind of, subculture groups of the vibe that you're talking about from right. from yeah. out west you know it's yeah. not it's not the overarching theme mm. where but but then when you go to the west like it, and correct me if i'm wrong but in my experience you don't find that many people who are like ready to go and like on it and super like i hate this term because <laughs> i don't even really know what it means but like edgy and like you know yeah. kind of corporate and like go 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 I got to get up at 8 a.m and do my thing because that's how it works here <laughs> like yeah. that, you don't find that vibe very much no not really I mean a little bit in Vancouver but yeah to be honest it's like especially here in the Kootenays we have a thing that is actually called Kootenay time and yeah. it means <laughs> people are just like oh who cares if we're 20 minutes late like there's no there's no apologies it's just like <laughs> I'm it's surprised I was on Zoom meeting. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a real thing. Everyone is just like, you'd never expect people to be on time. In fact, most people don't even set time. They're like, oh, in the morning or in the afternoon. <laughs> time like, subjective anyways, you know? <laughs> Maybe they're not on yeah. time's time. It's fine. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I love that about Toronto, though, because I feel like it really pushes me to give more of myself, which mm. I need. Because here, I feel like I'm always kind of holding back a bit because I'm too much for people here. No, seriously, I, I feel that. Be and I feel like I'm always, you know, kind of dressing down and like really just keeping to myself a bit more. No, <laughs> I get Toronto, it. I feel like I can dress however I want. I can talk like I want to talk and people are more interested Whereas here, people are like, oh, you're weird. People in Toronto are like, ooh, who's this weirdo? <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it is a different, and I think we're similar in this sense, both personally as well as professionally, is that the time that I've spent out West doing the festival circuit and stuff, it's this weird, um, weird but beautiful kind of amalgamation of world where you arrive and because the, the opposite is true for me. When I get to the West, I'm like, oh, this, I'm allowed to go a little slower here. I'm allowed to like be a little bit more boho and like nobody's going to tell me I need to go to Coachella. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's a little bit more accepted. Um, but like you said, that also gives us the kind of um, diversity and ability to integrate these worlds into each other and like you know maybe create something like you said put everything in your closet on but there's got to be that touch of whimsy you know like there's just got to be that little something and I feel like that's the parts of ourselves that are very similar mm-hmm totally yeah so I love having the balance also of like the physical space too so like this year we decided not to come to Toronto but normally in the winters we do mm -hmm. come to Toronto and um, yeah I'm missing it this year like I, f I feel like you know 
like my hippie self is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, embrace it, embrace it, love, <laughs> yeah. love it, like, love it like it's whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm burning incense right now. Help me. <laughs> I love it. So, if your if your hippie self is taking over, what sort of work have you been up to over the last, you know, however months while we've all been in this weird kind of purgatory of existence mm -hmm. um, right now I'm really doing a lot of like local collaborations um, with other businesses so I'm really excited about that um, I'm also working really hard on my little vintage shop so because yeah because I've been doing um, like I had the store last year for a few yep. months decided I am NOT committed enough to run a store right now <laughs> <laughs> that was on the, no. main, the main the main on Baker Street in Nelson yeah 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 so I mean it went well I, I considered it like really good schooling I feel like yeah. it was so much learning I learned an incredible amount from that and I really just kind of dove head in I didn't know what I was yeah. getting into um, but yeah I learned so much from it and now I'm just kind of like in the works of converting all that stuff to online so that I can just yeah fill out but it's just so much stock right so I have like and I it's so you. many years of collecting and so many like cool pieces that I have used for styling and um, yeah so it's like it's very special to me like this collection is kind of like the culmination of all the work that I've done over the years and um, so it's kind of, it's really quite enjoyable to like photograph everything and you know get it all organized and stuff. Um, so are, yeah, you are you launching an online store to feature all of the, this collection, or is it up? Well, already? I have a deep I have a Depop shop right now, and I think I might keep it a little more casual like that. I mean, eventually I might do a website with more of the like upscaled designer vintage stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, I just want to keep it really like simple and easy. And I don't want to put too much work <laughs> keep on Keep it super myself. West Coast. <laughs> yeah, keeping it West Coast. Um, <laughs> I really do, though, because I feel like the store was just me being like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then being like, holy shit, this is like a hundred times more work than I can do right now. Like, yeah. it was just way too much. I bit off more than I could chew. So this time around, I'm like, okay, I want to make it super sustainable. Like easy for me to maintain and you know keep things going and running and also eventually I'm hoping to get someone else on board that can help me like send out packages and stuff which would allow me to continue to travel and do my styling work simultaneously cool that sounds like yeah. a super duper plan and you know pretty much every creator that I've spoke to over the last few weeks is we're all doing this similar kind of I hate calling it a pivot but like like a, a redirect or like a yeah. change of flow to convert because most of us we usually do like we were saying earlier a lot of in-person interactions or you know at live events and stuff and we don't know when that's happening again so this redirect mm -hmm. to either um, enhance our online presence that already existed and or create the online presence so that when we can have this little thing running 
it'll be a big thing. This thing running in the background while, you know, once things do come around to a different kind of live event or whatever it is, that we can have both things happening. Because I don't know about you, I think actually we didn't touch on this earlier, it's just the opportunity for time and space within our creative brains to develop kind of the like business side of things, you know? Yeah. Cause that's like we're always running around with all these ideas and and making sure that everybody's happy with all of our creations to enjoy and share and what have you but like but there's a whole business side of this that also needs to happen yeah yeah totally and I feel like this styling with this styling too it was it was too much for me to be doing both with all the time so mm -hmm. this downtime for me um, like I still get the occasional job here and there, but it's way less. Mm -hmm. um, so like to use this time, maximize on the extra time that I have, um, like you said, and then just have both in the end seems like the smartest move. And That's obviously cool. a lot. A lot yeah, because that'll love you some freedom too, right? To do whatever and also to be open to whatever the possibilities and opportunities are that come along as we go through whatever this shift is into the next phase of existence. <laughs> you know, so that's really cool. So your goals are to get this, all your your stock from the, um, from the physical store up online on Depop. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you and all of your beautiful things? Um, you can follow my Instagram account. So my main, my personal one is Poinsettia Lane and my um, Depop shop one is the Library Sustainable Fashion. It's really long. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in the comments for everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a link in the bio to the shop, so you can shop from uh, Instagram from there if you click the link. Sweet. So what's next for you? What's next? Um, honestly, I think just like plugging through with this um, photography thing, just trying to get everything photographed and. Um, this year, I really, well, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be possible, but I, you know, last year and the year before, I'm like really crossing my fingers for Italy, but we'll see what happens. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to travel, but I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see. Just but, pretend you're the finance minister. You can go wherever you want. It's fine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. <laughs> I think I might adopt that one, you know. I like it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Amazing. Well, it has been a pleasure chatting with you today, Miss Tessa. And we should do this again real freaking soon because it's been far too long. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Is there anything that you would like everybody to know before we tap on out of here? Um, that the House of Sass and Magic is amazing. And <laughs> And um, I'm just really, I'm proud of you, Stacey, for plugging through and continuing to come out with the most amazing stuff. And you, I love your attitude. And I feel like everyone really needs to, you know, have this, have someone <laughs> like you to just be like, 
I feel so much happier just talking to you. <laughs> Thanks. You know, my friends tell me that I'm, I forget, oh, Ducky from um, The Land Before Time. Land Before Time. This, yeah, he's like, fly, Petrie, fly. <laughs> so everybody needs a little Ducky in their life. <laughs> oh, so true. So true. I love it. I love it. Um, Thank you so much for your kind words and for your time today. And uh, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna keep on creating and we're gonna keep spreading the love vibes to everybody for sure. That's right, baby. Awesome, we'll take care and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye bye. That's it for this week's episode of the House Assassin Magic's Maker Monday Chats. Be sure to follow us on Spotify so that you never miss an episode and so that you can share it with all your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at HouseSMTDOT or on Facebook, HouseSM. And I'd love to hear from all of you. Pop me an email and or direct message via social media.